Finally, it's all things Property Explained, joined by Tim Akinusi. And of course, this week on Property Explained, we'll be talking buying a home. Of course, can be that exciting and maybe emotional experience, but it's important to pay attention to certain red flags to ensure that you're not being taken advantage of in the process. So, Tim, I know that this one is going to be our final ride for the year. For the year. For the year. (laughs) But welcome and good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Kutso and Mo, where's Owen? Oh, Owen is not. <laughs> probably doing Owen's push-ups around. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a potential home buyer, should I be skeptical about everything yeah. concerning the process? Should I say, oh gosh, already yeah. I know I'm going to get scammed, I'm going to get ripped off, mm. uh, I'm going to mm. buy a house that doesn't even look like a house that's, <laughs> that can last another year. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Mo, you should be skeptical. It's a big purchase, right? Mm. And we're also in that season, you know, now where everyone is... Uh, is posing as, you know, being authentic about mm. what they're trying to do. Mm. And so you really should just approach it with the sense of like, if there isn't a lot of transparency that you're seeing, if there isn't a lot of disclosure that's coming from the sellers or uh, the estate agents, right? Mm. Mm. You should start to think to yourself, mm, maybe I need to start asking a lot of questions, right? Mm. And so your question should be typically centered around two aspects of your property. The first one, it's its utility value. And then the second one should be on its um, asset value. Mm. So its utility value is everything to do with how you're going to live comfortably in that house. You see, you should just cluster your your your, your mindset around that. You mm-hmm. know, the things that are going to affect your living conditions. And then the second part is the things that are going to affect your resale value mm. of the house, right? So if you typically stick around those two value drivers, you will start to pick up where the red flag should be coming from, right? Mm. And then the second thing about that is that it will start to guide you as to the type of questions that you need to start asking. And typically, a lot of uh, you know aspiring property owners and first-time home buyers, we kind of don't like asking questions because we kind of feel like asking questions maybe bursts the bubble or spoils the dream mm. that you want to keep intact. Yeah, or makes you feel dumb. I, yeah, Do right? you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and, and then you, you, you start to have these reservations about maybe I shouldn't uh, you know rock the boat here. Mm. You should rock the boat. That's mm. the time to start asking a lot of questions, but center it around those two aspects of the you know the value drivers of the property. Thank you for that, Tim. Mm. I know that we were just discussing you know hood science uh, mm. on the show, right? <laughs> and maybe a red flag is when you purchase as a first-time home buyer yeah. a home with ties on the roof. <laughs> what are the main <laughs> What are the main red flags that we need to note uh, when purchasing our home right. for the first time? Okay, so that's a really good one, right? Because mm. the first red flag is this: you should ask the question of seeing a property valuation report, because okay. that home will have a valuation report that will have data containing the current owners, mm-hmm. what they purchased the property for, and what all other properties around the area of similar size have been sold for, mm. right? So now that has to match the sale agreement, the OTP, right? So if the names are not matching up, mm. right, already that's a red flag, mm. right? If the value of the property on the valuation report is significantly higher than everything else around it, there has to be a reason. Okay. Is there, you know, are there gold towels? Uh, are there, <laughs> is there a golden door? Yeah. That is, you know, mm. some jacuzzi that's special mm. that, that causes that, that price to be out of the ordinary. Yeah. You should start asking questions, okay. right? The second part about that is um, now moving to things such as like your compliance certificates for your electricity, your mm. water, all of those things. And typically the attorneys will, will assist you with that because it's part of the transfer process, okay. right? 
But the other one is around if you're buying in a complex, you should be asking about the complex financials. Hmm. You should be asking, is this complex solvent? Hmm. Right? Are there enough homeowners that are paying their levies hmm. to be able to make, make uh, the expenses to upkeep that, that entire place? Because if you don't ask that, mm. yeah. now that affects your resale value of the place because the banks will not lend to your future, uh, the future owner yeah. who sure. wants to buy your place. Right. Because they feel, well, this place is not solvent, it's not been well maintained, and therefore the asset mm. is not worth you know, its, its, its um, value. So mm. then the other one, last one, is the uh, damper. Damper issues. You have a right to ask, does this house have any damper issues? Okay. Right? Because you want to test the level of waterproofing. Mm. Right? It's raining right now. Mm. Right? So a lot of people can't yeah. hide that because yeah. the rain will ultimately, we'll you know, yeah. But in winter, it doesn't rain a lot. Mm. So people could quickly patch up things hmm. and sell them as is. So ask those questions because if they are not honest about that, then you have some recourse against them to say, look, you've not been fully honest about you know, um, the state of this property sure. and therefore the price that you're paying for it should not be that price. Wow. Right. So yeah. that's another red flag. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned all those red flags and mm. I think some of these are actual deal breakers mm. in terms of your process of buying property. Speaking mm. of the process, Tim, ultimately you would want someone, I believe, to, to hold your hand at some level or the other. Sure. So what is your advice on that in terms of going through the process of buying a home? Right. So our advice is this, is... Um, Naturally, I would say, come talk to us. <laughs> Please we'll, do. We'll share, we'll share all those red flags with you. Yeah. But in terms of those deal breakers, like specifically, right, if that place, if you feel that uh, you're buying in a complex and the body corporate is not solvent, do not buy in that place. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Google is also your friend in this case, right? You need to, you know, do a quick Google search, understand what the reviews, see what has come up on a search because typically you'll find a lot of things that, that talk to um, uh, how other people have experienced a place mm. or experienced that developer or experienced you know, that complex on its own. Mm. You'll get that information there, mm. right? Um, and then, of course, the obvious one is just don't buy a place where you know, there's complications around its, um, its rates and taxes mm. because that's a, a, you know, a non-negotiable tax yeah. to the government or uh, its electricity has not been sorted out, mm. or um, uh, uh, you can't get a compliance certificate around um, uh, the waterproofing, et cetera. Mm. All of those things are deal breakers, right? Yeah. But the last thing I will say is for first-time home buyers, look, prevention is better than cure, mm. right? Better not to be looking for red flags mm. when you can prevent it altogether. Mm. So to minimize your risk, buy a brand new development, buy a brand new development, buy a brand new house, mm. because typically there would be a process of snagging that allows you to look after all of those things that you're unhappy sure. about at no cost to you, right? When you want to buy your second place, mm. then you can do the auction thing, and then you can do the second, you know, uh, um, the second house thing, because... Right. You know, at that stage, you've had more experience and haven't lived in your own place before. Yeah, and, and, you know, the home you're living in is, is a brand new spanking new, out of the box, etc. 100%. Tim, thank mm. you for, for being with us uh, in 2022. You are ah. the goat of property on this oh, show. So man. I'm so well, humbled. <laughs> I'm not the goat. Really. <laughs> and I love what Mo is saying because even the listeners, um, I'll, I'll mention one who literally sits down and takes note of everything that you mention. Her name is Kitu Metsi. She mm. loves the segment. She oh. waits for you to be here. When you're not here... It's a problem. So thank you very much, Tim. Truly appreciate you this yeah. year. Thank you so much for having me, guys. You've been really wonderful and your listeners have been incredible. 
Uh, we have had a lot of questions come through for them. Mm-hmm. We know buying property is a big deal. Yeah. We take it very seriously. We don't want it to ever be a nightmare for you. So um, please come chat to us. Uh, we'll be glad to assist you through your journey. Done deal. Tim Akinusi, have a fabulous uh, festive season and we'll check you out in the new year awesome. of Property Explained. Thank you. Thank you. Done deal.